L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. When it comes to a thriving career, everyone could use a little support, especially when it comes to transitions. At LHH, we're committed to personalized support, insights, and resources that lead to more job opportunities. No matter what role a professional has in your organization, our services offer an experience that fits each individual. And for organizations, LHH provides consultative support and guidance through the entire outplacement or career transition process. It's outplacement reimagined. Visit LHHtalent.com today. We're going to talk now with uh, Matt uh, Capolato. We had him on recently. Uh, Matt's daughter was Alexandria. Alexandria. Alexandra. Uh, Alexandra, she she died um, from fentanyl poisoning. Um, she thought she was taking an oxycodone pill, yeah. and it turned out to be laced with fentanyl, which is an extremely powerful form of heroin. Uh, just there very are more dangerous. and more stories every day about fentanyl. I mean, they've got to just do something to deal with this scourge. Mm. That that's you know the stuff's manufactured in China, and it makes its way into Mexico where it's refined into product and. Uh, it's coming over the border by the billions, so billions of dollars, billions of pills, and lots of people are taking uh, what they think are other drugs, and instead it's deadly fentanyl. And there was a uh, a bill, which we'll have Matt explain, called Alexandra's Law, which uh, died in committee yesterday, the uh, Senate Public Safety Committee, which is the uh, worst-named committee in the history of uh, civilized society, yeah. because all they do is they destroy uh, the 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 infrastructure to keep the public safe, and they create laws that make the world dangerous. And this is another example. So uh, yeah, these are woke people. These are people that don't like people going to prison. They don't believe in incarceration. So they're not going to deal too favorably with any bill that could lead in that direction. And uh, this one would particularly uh, make it so that anyone who's convicted of selling drugs 
will get a formal notice that says it's extremely dangerous to human life to manufacture or distribute real or counterfeit controlled substances. If you do, when a person dies as a result of that action, you can be charged with voluntary manslaughter or murder. They think it would be, make it easier for DAs to charge a drug dealer with murder if a person dies from their product. All right, let's get Matt on. Matt Capilotto, uh, thanks for coming back on with us. Sure, thanks for having me again. Um, you know, I'll point out uh, equally with what you just uh, read, Ken, this serves as a deterrent to keep people out of prison. And that's our goal. By the time somebody's being arrested and charged with this, it's unfortunate, but somebody's died. We want to keep that from happening. So, you know, the, the this is really a, a, a no-brainer of a piece of legislation because it will work as a strong deterrent to keep somebody from selling deadly drugs, knowing that they can be charged with murder if that somebody on the end of that transaction dies. Yeah, I'm looking at a quote from good old Scott Weiner from the Public Safety Committee, the senator from San Francisco. We've gone through long periods of time in this country of incarcerating drug dealers, including low-level drug dealers, for long, long periods of time, which points out what I said. He's opposed to any bill he thinks is going to lead to more prison time well, for anybody. Well, yeah, well, that's the thing. It's like you're, you, the bill puts you in prison for a long period of time if you end up killing somebody with the drugs you sold them. Yes. And if you're a repeat offender, remember, the, the, the goal is to get somebody to change their behavior and stop. And, and we believe many people will. The same type of legislation has proven results um, with handling uh, DUI cases. This is exactly the same type of legislation that is used um, uh, to handle drunk driving. Uh, this will work to, uh, to keep people from continuing to, to sell deadly drugs. Well, you, know, the, you go ahead. Need to be locked Hello, you there? Yes. No, continue. I'm sorry. Uh, okay. So, and I, I'll, I'll talk on Scott Weiner uh, for a moment. Um, he actually likes the, the part about us warning the um, the dealer, making him aware that he uh, um, that there are deadly drugs and that he should stop selling. His point of contention is he doesn't want that admonishment to be able to be used against them in a court of law, and that would pretty much neuter the bill well, we that, that's kind of a stupid position yes. <laughs> that is a stupid position exactly. his other point of contention and this was a couple of the other senators on the committee is that um they would like to see this limited exclusively to fentanyl and we had a, a broader range of drugs uh, cocaine for example and the reason that is is because we're seeing this broader range of drugs tainted with fentanyl people are dying from thinking they are getting cocaine but they're getting cocaine that is either pure fentanyl or it's had fentanyl added to it so they wanted to take that element away from it as well. So, uh, I mean, but they don't want any serious consequences for people pushing deadly drugs on the street. In other, it's, yeah, it's okay by them, and the number of people who die doesn't matter to them. The fact that your daughter died doesn't matter to them. Absolutely, we had multiple. We had uh, forty or so parents there, all with holding pictures of our, our dead kids. Um, we were. At, the uh, parents were allowed to address these people briefly, and they were on their cell phones. They were looking down. They oh didn't. Uh, so that uh, how, how infuriating is that when you're you're talking about your 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 dead daughter, or your dead son, and you can't even get their attention for a minute or two? They're looking at their stupid phones. It it, it was sickening. Um, wow. And, uh, 
yeah, I, I was very disappointed. I'd also like to mention, though, what this has led to. Uh, there was a re- an article that just came out today that uh, Todd Spitzer, the district attorney of, of Orange County, has assigned a, uh, a special prosecutor to work with the feds, and he's um, basically being uh, cross-deputized to, to, to uh, be – so they can charge – they can use a state-level attorney to charge somebody uh, under a federal statute. And uh, that pretty much eliminates that need to prove that the drug dealer knew the drugs were dangerous. So we are seeing uh, district attorneys finding ways to circumvent our legislature and and work around them. And something like that is actually going to lead to harsher penalties uh, for these drug dealers. They have an absolute rule that they don't want anyone to go to prison for anything. And, And it's amazing how ironclad it is with them, even to the point where you have 40 parents talking about their 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 children who died and they yeah. don't even have yeah, they don't even them. even have the decency and the manners to look at the parents and listen to their story they just rudely obnoxiously stare well, at their screens waiting until it's over with Matt, three I, I of mean, them, yes. it says here three of them have abstained out of the five what was that about coward you know they're cowards um you know an abstain vote uh, keeps them from being able to be questioned on why they voted no you know it's basically the same as a no vote yeah it is um, and uh, you know we we called them out on that um at the end we were pretty much being uh, kicked out but the but big deal the hearing was done and, and they already voted oh, I, um, I i mean that must be absolutely infuriating who's the only one who voted yes on this list yeah, and, I, and God bless her. I commend her, Senator uh, Achoa Bogue from San Bernardino County. And I also want to commend Senator Melendez, who's brought this forward twice now. And uh, she's done a, a, an excellent job uh, of articulating the argument. And, um, you know, as she points out, she uh, I don't forget the exact words, but, you know, talk about prison overcrowding. What about cemetery overcrowding? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, they don't they don't care about all these dead people. So for the record here, these state senators, all Democrats, Stephen Bradford, Sidney Kemlager, Nancy Skinner, and Scott Weiner, yeah. all re, 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 voted no in effect. Correct. So you have another shot, though, Matt, to bring this back? Is it possible to amend it? So um, I, I think we will, you know, potentially look at, at amending it to, to fentanyl. Uh, but, but but we aren't going to take the amendment that they want where this cannot be used against them. Um, well, in, in, then, then, then it's totally guts the bill. It's a non-bill. Absolutely. Uh, the other thing I, I want to mention is, and, and, I, and I plead with anybody who might be out there who can help us out with this, we would love to make it a ballot initiative. We know that people will support this bill. Oh, but, yeah. uh, you know, it's terribly expensive. Uh, but if we could get the financial backing to get this on the ballot... Uh, this will save lives. Well, Matt, if we hear from anybody, we'll forward their information to you. Appreciate it. Appreciate you giving us the, uh, the attention it deserves. Anytime. Right. Thanks a lot for coming back on. Thank you both. Uh, that's Matt uh, Capaluto. He lost his daughter, Alexandra, trying to get some oxycodone while on college break a couple of years ago. She did, but it was laced with fentanyl and she Listen, died. Aren't these and people? He's made it his mission to uh, toughen the laws here in California dealing with fentanyl poisoning. Aren't yep. these people gross, though, sitting there staring at their phones? Oh, while, and then abstaining while, because now uh, my fingerprints, we, they think, aren't I really mean, on it, the bill it's, it's, one way or the other. Scott Weiner, like one of the most disgusting, gross, revolting human beings on the planet. <laughs> I, honestly, I mean, how could you possibly sit in a room with 40 grieving parents 
And his idea is like, well, it's okay if you tell the uh, drug dealer that this stuff could kill. Well, the drug dealers know that this stuff kills. They know that. They know their customers die. They don't Who care. Who was the guy years ago from San Francisco to drive us crazy? Another state senator? Oh, with the, oh uh, Leno. With the, Leno, that's yeah. right. No, Mark Leno and the child porn on your computer. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he didn't he didn't want to make it a felony to have child porn on a computer. Yeah, because he was trying to say, well, if you have the, a few images, that could be a mistake. Yeah, you know, you, yeah. Uh, well, but I think I think he used a number that was much higher before. Oh, you, oh yeah, it was like it was really high. Or something. Yeah, well, somebody ought to download Leno's computer. Uh, <laughs> we got more. Scott Weiner, just just the most one of the most re- reprehensible. Sensible, repulsive people repulsive. you will ever find in Sacramento. John and Ken, KFI. Uh, the big story today, and I just want to start by telling you this. Uh, water in California is shared across three main sectors. Statewide, average water use is roughly 50% environmental, 40% agricultural, and 10% urban. Yet all the news today is about this horrible, stupid virtue signaling that we're going to have to water just one day a week. And if things don't improve by September, there could be a total ban in some areas from watering your lawn. Uh, it, Outdoor watering. It's it's incredibly dishonest. That's got to be such a small... I mean, if we're only 10% of the usage, how much is outdoor watering of that percent, right? How could this make any difference? It it doesn't. It doesn't make any difference. Most of the water is used by farming. Period. And, yeah, and well, fifty percent environmental too. That's because they want well, to make sure that the, the salmon survive. And exactly. But I've talked. They they have a they they, have, they they dump a whole lot of water out to right, right out to the ocean. There's two different categories. When you look at usable water, uh, this doesn't include all the the salmon water that's flushed into the ocean, but water that we actually capture and use. Eighty percent of it is used for farming. Out of the 20% that's left, 14% is used for business and industry. Human beings living in homes and apartments use 6% of the water. That's so our share of the... how does this make u- any difference? Why, it doesn't. Is this just so they can talk about climate change? Because that's it's, all I heard today. It's because of drought and climate change. Because they change. want to scare people and control them. Every... Thing they do is about controlling our lives. That's their business. That's what they live for. They know it's six percent. If I'm, if you're now in these charge, these are different people than your COVID people, right? It's just making sure. Okay. Oh, but it's 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 why your COVID people control our lives. Now it's the water people. Well, no, but it's government. It, it's yeah. it's people who get into government. They're not the brightest people. We know that. They're they're, they're you know they they what they are is. They want to lay down rules. They want to tell us how to live. They know better. This is what they get out of life, telling people what to do. I mean, this is the default switch for humanity. Humanity is nothing but hundreds of thousands of years of rulers telling people what to do or killing them, right? (laughs) History is nothing but invasions, is about kings and and and, and uh, conquerors, conquerors tromping well, around. That's why the woke people hate this country. We well, were conquerors. Yes, but that part is correct. It was a bunch of conquerors that came in and started pushing around uh, all the all the native tribes, right? Yeah. Either killing them or forcing them into a, a certain religion, uh, killing all the animals. No, we're we're we're, we're a, a ridiculous species.
And here in a little corner of the world, we have some freedom. And we've got we've got a whole strain of people who live in this fairly free country who are trying to remove a lot of the freedoms we have. And and that's that is the way of the species. We are violent, we are stupid, we are easily panicked, and we want to control other people. That goes on in everybody's private life all day long. I wonder if some people though have gotten to the point where they shrug this off because what was it, six months, a year ago? Newsom said, uh, I'm going to ask you to voluntarily cut back your water usage, and nobody did. Oh, I don't, I don't think most people... Now what are they going to do? Send out the water police to see no. if you're watering your lawn more than once they, a week? They don't have the water police. They don't have enough police to deal with murderers. Uh-huh. What are they going to do? What are they going to do when they can't even put a murderer in jail? They're going to put a guy who's overwatering his lawn in jail? What you're going to have, though, They have is, a $2,000 fine they're supposed to levy, I'm reading yeah, here. Yeah, you're going to have a smattering of the... Uh, 2000 na- per acre foot of excess water use. The neighborhood busybody sticking her uh, hairy little snout. Oh, that does happen, yes. Yeah, because there's always those people. They're just... Well, there's sprinklers are on three times this week. They're, they're you know, they're... <laughs> I have a stereotype of what they look like, what they sound like. I was just telling Deborah off the air about these people. The kind of person who, like, if you're in a theater, comes and tells you, you got to put your mask on. You got to put your mask over your nose. Same person lives next door to you. It's like, well, it looks like you're using too much water. I'm going to report you to the water department here so you could be fined. They're the ones they who say are calling the in. The average person uses 125 gallons of water a day. They want to get the number to 80 gallons per person. You know what? They can go after themselves. I don't believe their water shortage. I don't believe you any of their... You won't be able to bathe. <laughs> yeah. That'd be funny. There's plenty already not to... Yeah, it'd be funny if they... Uh... I, 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 most people are probably going to ignore them, and they should ignore them. I'm, I wouldn't spend even 15 seconds worrying about my water use. And I'm tired of the back and forth. Every year we get a little less rain. Eh, eh, no. Their hair's on fire. Tired, burned out, don't believe it. Shut up, go away, go after the farmer, farming industry. And uh, you know what? It turns out the farming industry is only 2% of California's GDP. They're not even that big a deal. Yeah. So you know, people say, well, farming is very important. It's like, well, actually, no, it's not. It's not that important. But don't we produce a lot of the nation and the world's food? Even though we're oh, it's a low, like uh, all the almonds uh, we send to China, who cares? Oh, there's a lot of other fruits and vegetables. Well, yeah, but if it's for other California. countries, who cares? Let them grow their own. Well, I don't know where it's going. Some if, of it goes to other parts of the stuff. A lot of it, a lot of it is exported elsewhere. So let them grow their own. Not if it means we can't use our uh, share of water. All right. When we come back, Twitter workers are freaking out over Elon Musk taking over. They're communicating with each other. They're nervous. Some sound suicidal. People are really, really frazzled, as one put it. We'll talk about it coming up. Another weird cult. John and Ken, KFI. Well, I was actually thinking about this this morning when I heard all this craziness about uh, conserving water. How badly this state, along with everything else it does, manages resources like water and electricity. Do you see other states doing this? No. I mean, the electricity rates are far higher than other states. Now they're trying to put out new water restrictions they haven't had for years. I I don't hear about this. Other states, I'm sure, have suffered from mm. lack of rain or snow for periods of time. You don't hear about this. You, you because it's we, only this crazy place. We don't we don't build water storage. <laughs> other states do. We don't find other 
Right, and we have policies that are driving us towards renewables when we don't have enough electricity to deliver that. It doesn't work. Not enough wind, not, not enough solar. There's not no storage. Now it does not. No. no. And now is all we have. You can you can give me all your science fiction uh, stories about what it's going to be like in 50 or 100 years. I don't care. I'm going to be dead. I need the electric to work today. No. And I want it. I want it at why? Why do I have to pay seventy percent more than the rest of the country? I mean, we're a third world country here. We're not a nation state, Gavin Newsom. We're a third world yeah. country with shortages of basics like water and electricity. It's yeah. Unbelievable. All right, we move over to uh, the latest from Twitter. Uh, apparently, there's a, a business communication platform called Slack. And Twitter employees have been venting about Elon Musk's takeover. One said, we're all going through the five stages of grief in cycles. Everyone's nerves are frazzled. This was a senior <laughs> staff software now, engineer. These are people who run a gigantic message board. And you listen to the language they use, and it is it is it is like he's a senior staff software engineer. Be careful. Like, but I mean, I mean, the emotion, the intensity, it is like a religious cult. How many things in your life do you feel this deeply about, where you would talk in this manner? The five stages of grief. Everyone's nerves are frazzled. The five stages of grief is usually. When someone in your very close to you in your family dies, but they believe that the company is dying now. <laughs> right, right. And but they've it, worked there for years. But they put a, their hearts into it. It's it's a company. It's a business I that know. that that allows people to post messages, and then you make your money by selling the ads in between the messages. It's not you continue to write. We're all spinning our wheels and coming up with worst case scenarios. Trump returns. No more moderation. What? The fact what? is, what? is that Musk has not talked about what? what he's planning on doing in any detail but, outside of broad sweeping statements that could easily be seen okay. as hyperbolic showboating. But but if you're sitting in your miserable little cubicle, why would you possibly care whether Trump is tweeting or not? Why would you possibly care if comments are being moderated or not? What, what's your emotional investment in what other people are posting? They want to keep their little religious environment pure. They don't want any, any anti-woke sentiment. They don't want any free speech. They don't want to read insults or jokes or opposing viewpoints. Because this is, this is the way people used to react. I remember as a kid, the heavily religious they would get very angry if you said something that they would consider blasphemous, right? Yeah. If you'd say something like, well, I don't believe in God. I don't think God is good. Why does God allow these bad things to happen? And, they, and I, I remember hearing adults at that time going, oh, don't, shh, shh, don't, don't say that. God, show some respect. I, I, who are you to question God? It's the same reaction here. It's a religious, emotional investment in this, this weird concept of Twitter, which, again, is a message board. Some of them may leave because I didn't realize this. Uh, many Twitter employees receive half or more of their compensation in stock. They were told on Monday they're not going to receive any stock once the company goes private. There's no such thing. Musk is taking the company private. So that could affect their decisions well, moving forward as to whether or not they want to continue. The, the stock price has been crap. It, the, on the first day it went public, at the end of the day after the IPO, the IPO was set at twenty six dollars. 
At the end of the day, it had gone up to $45. That basically was it. The other day, it was at 49 So in eight years, the stock has gone up 10%. Well, then he's got a good bucks. deal because he's spending fifty-four twenty a share to buy the company. That, that's why he was able to get it. He spent so much that the board had to take the deal because they had a legal responsibility to maximize profit, maximize the value for the shareholders. If right. he'd done it in the 40s, they would have said, well, it's already in the 40s. We don't have to take it. But in the 50s, it's like, hey, nobody else is going to offer this. We have to take it. I love this. Following the back and forth among multiple employees angry about the news, some warned that their communications on Slack could be searched. The employees then moved their conversations onto their personal devices using an encrypted chat, chat application called Signal. <laughs> Uh, I thought tech people would be smarter than this. If somebody realized one day, you know what? They could probably find all the crap we're saying about the company here. <laughs> uh, maybe we ought to find another forum. Um, so here's some of this. Here's some of the quotes. Uh, Laura Gomez, a Musk owned Twitter. And, and she won't print the word Musk. She puts an asterisk where the U is. That's it's true. like, it's, it's almost like Musk is a dirty word. You see? So uh, uh, Musk on Twitter is one of the greatest threats to the 2022 and 2024 elections. We are effed if this happens. Wow. What, what do you mean we are effed? What, what, you're just a, a little tiny uh, mouse. In, in a, oh, they think they got uh, Biden elected over Trump. They think uh, by removing well, Trump from Twitter. Oh, right, right. That by, was one of the reasons for his demise but, in the election. But, that's right, by censoring and shutting down a news article. See, right. you, you notice... The, the, the Musk people, what you call them, libertarian, conservative, free speech people, they're not trying to shut down anybody. It's it's these woke a-holes that can't listen to any opposing arguments. We first saw this, mentioned this many times, uh, years ago at, at Yale University, a bunch of uh, young women had a, a freak out because one of the Yale administrators had published a memo uh, publicly saying, hey, you can wear any Halloween costume you want. You don't have to worry about being too provocative or offensive. It's like Halloween is for, you know, for fun. And they started crying and screaming at, at the administrator who put out that memo. They couldn't take, you're supposed to protect us, they shouted. You're supposed to make this safe. And this is now, you had eight more years to that. And now they're all working. And they really get emotionally disturbed if there's unsafe thoughts or speech being posted. And anything, it's unsafe if they disagree with it. If, they, if it's something they don't like. It's like, oh, I don't feel safe. I don't feel safe. Look what they're posting. They're posting things I don't agree with. I'm not safe. That is <laughs> Again, it's that uh, highly sensitive self-esteem generation that... Yeah, it's but pretty worked up the, over things that they just don't want to hear. They've kind of devolved into like they're just incoherent psychological messes. Yeah. They are. They're like little toddlers constantly having a fit. Oh my God, people are saying things. They're they're writing things, and I can't control it anymore. I have to control what people say it right. I can't stand this. What a terrible world. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken KFI. A reminder, if you go to recalldageorgegascon.com, they are going to have the petitions at every L.A. County City Hall this weekend between 11 a.m. and 2 p.m. So if you have a city hall where you live, 
have to have a city hall. You can see the complete list at that website. You can go there between 11 and 2 and sign the petition in person. Uh, oh, it's time to bring the uh, vegan into the show. Finally. Beca because I think you had mentioned this yesterday, and she loves this story. So apparently, John, they have recalled a whole bunch of beef. <laughs> 120,000 pounds of beef has been recalled due to possible E. coli contamination. And, you know, E. coli is a little tough to deal with because of one particular reason, bloody diarrhea. <laughs> no one likes to hear those words together. No. I don't like to hear blood or diarrhea separately. No, you put it, you put it together. That's, uh, that's really unpleasant. I have learned, maybe from watching too many movies or reading too many books, that if you have blood in your stool, it's not a good thing. Mm -mm. It's not a good day. It's you need to go to the thing. doctor ASAP. You do. Yeah, probably already... I do get asked that when I do checkups occasionally. Is there any blood in your stool? Like, no, I <laughs> hope not. <laughs> no, I would have. Uh, I already would have jumped off the roof. If, and look if at I this. It's that. a New Jersey-based company, John's hometown, Lakeside Refrigerated Services, is recalling all this ground beef. Uh, the beef products were produced between February 1st through April 8th of this year. They were shipped nationwide, according to the recall. So you'd probably have to make sure you don't have any see, of these products see, in the, your The E. coli freezer. is a bacteria, and it produces the sugar toxin. <laughs> the sugar, yes, S-H-I-G-A. And you might go Meshuggah. Meshuggah? By the way, there's been plenty of E. coli stories about lettuce. Well, we're not talking about those stories right now, are we? We're talking about meat. We do talk about them, but yeah, we thought this was a fair and balanced Especially to bring up meat. bagged lettuce. Bagged lettuce. Uh, yes, that was the past. This is the present. <laughs> That's right. She wants you to know that, oh, and by the way, you can, you, you can end up vomiting quite a bit, too. Most people recover after a week, but some people can have kidney failure, a kind of kidney failure. Hemolytic uremic from... syndrome. Yeah. Well, how's it pronounced? Uh, hemolytic Hemolyt uremic syndrome. Yeah, you're yeah. right, hemolytic. No, known as H-U-S. Nobody wants hus. No. <laughs> and again, as like everything, including COVID, if you're young or you're old with a bad immune system, uh, you could be going the way of kidney failure yeah. if you ingest the No, God has, a way, God has a way of thinning out the weak and the old. Uh, by tainting hamburger? Well, by, by creating bacteria that, uh, or you know, viruses, and uh, that's who it. Uh, that's who it's going to take out. Oh, you know, that's nice. Got uh, that. The the week in any group will be thinned out. John, are you going to eat less uh, meat this week, especially out in a restaurant? You don't know where they get the meat. Actually, uh, no. I had meat twice yesterday, and I'm going to have meat twice today. That's not unusual. I had beef brisket for lunch, and I have a steak at home. And then yesterday I had a steak, and then I stopped it in and out on the way in. And I when bought you, you say had a steak, is that like a real thick piece of meat steak? Well, it's about four ounces that I make for myself. It's like a thin-cut steak. Oh. Takes about two minutes to... to uh... And you had brisket for lunch? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like at a barbecue. so weird to me. I mean, I think of salads and maybe pasta... Avocado toast. A quick sandwich, right, but a whole... Right, but, but brisket? If, if I can't have meat, I literally don't know what to eat. Like, sometimes I've, I've thought, well, you know, I've had meat every night this week. I should have something else. And then I'm stumped. I don't have the something else. I don't know where to go. I don't know what aisle to shop in. Like, I've gone you to the grocery store. You have sometimes. You have, well, well I guess that's, that's meat. That's yeah, it's beef. Uh, what about hot dog or... 
<laughs> well, it's not it's not beef. Oh well, no, it's a beef hot dog. Right, right, it, it, yeah, but it, it's like there's no there's no there's nowhere to go. Pasta. You like yeah. pasta? Yeah. The thing is, if I eat too much pasta, I, I I I get fat. And you don't think that eating too much meat will do the same thing? Not as much as the pasta. Pasta bloats me up. So have I can half. I can have half, some of it. Half a serving. Half a serving. Look, I'll give you a bunch of ideas off oh, the air yes. of what you can That's eat what I want. In, instead of <laughs> instead of beef. I have a ton, and they're great. So you lunch. don't have bloody diarrhea. Exactly. I, I, I don't want, want you to have bloody diarrhea. I want uh, Deborah recipes. That's, All right, that's coming my up dream. next. The George Gascon recall desk will be activated. We'll be talking once again to Kathy Cady, a uh, former prosecutor who now helps uh, crime victims deal with Gascon's policies. Coming up next. John and Ken show Deborah Mark has the news. KFI AM 640. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.